the most important thing that I think people need to understand is that most of the time, their dream client, their, their client avatar, the best person they're ever going to be able to serve is actually them. Mm-hmm. And it's them when they needed the thing that they want to sell, right? And yeah. sometimes people get things backwards and they're like, I just want to make money. So I want to do this. Well, okay, eh, don't do that. What actually you need to do is you need to go back in your journey. And here's the easiest way to do it is to do like a a timeline. So like grab a piece of paper, draw a line across the sheet of paper, and then put hash marks in that timeline. It represents your life. So put hash marks in your timeline of different things that you went through that you just needed like a mentor or a guide to help you through. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu infusion and the hanu ashiatsu as well as the gua sha and manual lymphatic drainage if you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good go see tracy down at tranquil turtle massage and while you're there check out cda microblading offering cordelaine's best tattoo brows plasma fibroblast tightening and pmu services right there in the heart of downtown cordelaine make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com <laughs> Martha, you're a mom, wife, author, speaker, entrepreneur, CEO, podcaster. You're also the queen of income streams. You've been featured in O Magazine, Fast Company, HuffPost, much more. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you having me here. I love to go back with my guests. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Oh, man. I grew up in central Illinois, and I grew up on a farm. So uh, what life was like for me, it was um, a lot of making my own fun. Because while the city kids... They all got, you know, they were all around each other in their neighborhoods and stuff, and they could play and whatever. And what I had were two parents that worked full time, blue collar family, right? They worked full time. I was home during the summer and stuff like that. And one thing I remember my mom told me was she was like, you should make a board game. And I was like, okay, I'll make a board game. And then she finished her sentence and she said that you can also play by yourself. Oh, of course. (laughs) So that's how I, that was my upbringing. <laughs> Come on. Wow. I mean, you're obviously a full-time, extremely successful entrepreneur now, but you did work in corporate America at, you know, in your previous life there. Yeah. What was that breaking point for you while you're there that got you to think, man, I want to leave and go do this thing on my own. And, and yeah. did you think when you did that, that you'd be as successful as you are today? No. Yeah. Um, I just thought I'd be gone. I'd be yeah. away from that job. That was yeah. my only, <laughs> my only goal. Um, right. But, and, and I love that job, right? But it was what it was doing to me. So uh, I, was, I was working in, you know, corporate America. I remember one day I was sitting in a carpeted cubicle. I think we're all familiar with this. It smelled sure. like the 60s, right? It was yep. like, I don't know if I should be inhaling this stuff. And then uh, I got a video from my husband who I had already, you know, he was already able to stay at home with our daughter. We had a baby at that point. And um, uh, my income at this job allowed him to be able to stay home with her. And so- she, he sent me a video of her taking her very first steps. And for me, that was like, everything just 
crash down. And I think that in, in our lives, we have these moments. It's like a circular sort of spiral situation for us as people. And we come back to these same things over and over and over again. And there are benchmarks. They're like, are you going to go here? Are you going to go here? Right. And, um, and you make your choice and then you keep going. And, uh, and this was a very, it was a, a fork in the road for me for, are you going to stay here and miss these things? and keep chasing the, the corporate, you know, climbing the ladder. I was in leadership at that point. So climbing the, the ladder and doing the things, getting up to C-suite, that was my goal, right? And are you gonna do that, stay the course there and miss this stuff? Or are you gonna completely jump out the window and make sure you never miss another one of these things ever again in life. And that's what I did. And I quit my job and on paper, it was the dumbest thing on, on the planet to do. Sure. And I did it anyway. And the rest is kind of history. Wow. I, I think I've, I've had those moments for sure. I mean, they're so important to not miss those, those moments with your kids. And my kids are 11 and eight, but I remember there was a moment, you know, I coached my son's baseball team and always said, I never wanted to miss baseball games because my parents were never at my games. And there was a moment where the corporate job I had, they said, Eric, you're going to Austin for two weeks. And I missed three of my son's baseball games in two weeks. And it just oh. crushed me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never allowing this to happen again. Yeah. And I ended up leaving that company. And I basically told every employer since, I, it's only been one, but I basically said, hey, you know what? I'm not missing any of my family events. I'm going, I'm not asking for permission. I'm just telling you that I'm leaving. And yeah. if you got an issue with it, then that's it. But I've worked my own schedule and it's never been an issue since. There uh, it is. You can but, kick uh, rocks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? It's just, it's so important to not miss those events for sure. Yeah. Uh, for you, who was that first entrepreneur that caught your attention and got you thinking like, Hey, maybe I want to go and do this thing. Mm. It wasn't a big entrepreneur. It wasn't somebody that, you know, I didn't see a dude sitting on the front of a Ferrari and I'm like, oh, I want yeah. a Ferrari. Um, <laughs> it was never like that for me. It was the people that were, so I used to work for GoDaddy. They don't care if I say that. Okay. Um, uh, they, so I used to work for them and it, I would talk to everyday business owners every single day. And it was there tens of thousands of them over my years there that I would speak to. And it was them. Mm. It was them that would give me because they were accessible. They were, I was seeing them doing what I wanted to do. I was talking to them on the phone. I was helping. I was troubleshooting. I was fixing their stuff. Right. Yeah. And as I was doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, why can't I just do this? Why can't this be me? And so every call, you know, would just like paramount even more that idea of like, why can't I do this? And then I even created an agency at one point, and this was after I quit, but I created an agency at one point. And then I ended up going away from that agency because I was building up other businesses. And then eventually I was like, well, what about mine? Right. <laughs> and yeah. then so there was a whole trajectory there oh my gosh i'm, I'm a big fan of GoDaddy as well but uh, yeah i think you gotta once you see the door opening and, and see that there's moments to build your own business man that's that's amazing that you were able to do that one of your videos that i was watching you talked about what businesses need to do in 2022 they need to double down on organic, organic. they need to double down on actually building relationships with their people number one know who your people are so there's a thing number two be able to feel the pulse of what you help them do feel the pulse of like where are they at with that 
what do they need as it pertains to what you do, right? And then be able to deliver it to them, give them so much honking value that they're like, oh my gosh, I'm pushing the needle without even buying anything from you, right? And then that's where they can start jumping into different programs. But we've uh, somewhere along the way, I don't know why, but somewhere along the way, we've lost the, um, the understanding that we really need to earn somebody's trust. Instead, there's like a lot of people buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, instead of like earning somebody's trust. And so when you earn it, you also earn loyalty. So that's, mm. that's what people need to double down on. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's so good too. I mean, I've been, I've had a MMA business since 2012 and I've never spent money on ads and, I, and I've been, been able to build up this amazing community with just loyal people there. And that's kind of the things that I think that people will probably need to go into is, you know, the, with social media constantly changing their terms and rules and stuff like that. The importance of community is huge, but for businesses out there, how do you, how can businesses be successful in building out communities? Yeah. Well, again, the first the first thing that they need to know is who their community is, who their yeah. person is, and there's there's all sorts of different things around that. You know, like who's your client avatar and da da da. da. But right. those are really whenever you go through those things, they're typically pretty surfacey. Mm -hmm. It's typically demographics and again, disjointed check boxes, but not actually in the skin of the person, if that makes sense. Yep. So if you can get into where a person sits, where your person sits, first of all, you have to get past the idea of my stuff is good for everybody. And here's the thing. Your baby is beautiful. Nobody's saying your baby isn't beautiful, <laughs> but Whenever you're communicating the value of your baby, you have to communicate the value of your baby to the person it's most valuable to. Mm -hmm. And then you can, if you want to create multiple avatars or whatever, you can totally do that. But in your marketing, you have to be able to communicate directly to those people. You can't do this overarching, my beautiful baby helps you X, Y, and Z. People are like, what? And then right. they just keep scrolling. <laughs> and so um, the very first thing is what, what is the person who here's okay i'm gonna back up because i just tried to do three things at once <laughs> <laughs> you get me into this and i'm like let's go yeah, yeah so so the the most important thing that i think people need to understand is that most of the time their dream client their their client avatar the best person they're ever going to be able to serve is actually them mm. and it's them when they needed the thing that they want to sell right and yeah. sometimes people get things backwards and they're like, I just want to make money. So I want to do this. Well, okay, eh, don't do that. What actually you need to do is you need to go back in your journey. And here's the easiest way to do it is to do like a, a timeline. So like grab a piece of paper, draw a line across the sheet of paper, and then put hash marks in that timeline. It represents your life. So put hash marks in your timeline of different things that you went through that you just needed like a mentor or a guide to help you through. If only you had had somebody to walk you through this thing, it would have been easier. It would have been faster. It would have been more painless, less friction, all of that stuff. So put those as hash marks on your timeline and then look at your timeline and think, now, which version of me do I really want to serve? 
which version of me do I want to just create a community around, right? And so for me, that version of me is the woman sitting in the cubicle at work getting the video of her daughter. Now, is that precisely where all of my women are from? No, of course not. But it's that idea. It's the fear of that happening or it's it's around that idea altogether, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so whenever you're able to choose that person, that version of yourself, nobody knows you like you. So you knew when you were sitting in that moment, in that space, when you had your free time and you did your scrolling or you had your free time and you were just like, I don't know if you're like me, but just staring at the wall. Sometimes I do that, (laughs) (laughs) but I I think we all do. We just don't talk about it, but um, I do. (laughs) So like in those free time, in that free time. So in those moments between the moments, right? In the moments where you really just have you and your thoughts, at that time in your life, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Like, man, if I only knew how to X, Y, and Z, then this would be done and over. Then I would be good to move forward, right? Or you, what were the things that you self-identified as needing? Because here's the thing is when we get perfect, you know, like perfect growth. And once we, once we've been able to determine, so for me in business growth, once I've been able to determine a strategy that works over and over and over again, to be able to go back and say, but this is what I thought I needed. Now I can speak to the people in that space. If I tell them you actually need this, 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 and this, and this, then they're going to be like, no, I don't. And that's not, and then I'll never be able to serve them because I'm not where they are. And so that's, that's the most important thing is commuting, communicating to them precisely where they are, being able to serve them with the things they believe that they need. And then you can bring them into what you already know they really need, but it's a graceful sort of dance to bring them into that. I don't know if that was too obscure or too long. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so amazing. Oh, thank you so much for that. That was so good. I mean, you probably talk a lot about that stuff in your book, Uh, the home-based revolution, create multiple income streams where you deep dive into, you know, practical tips on how to build that home-based business. Uh, And that's, you know, for folks with families and things, but for folks who are just hearing about you for the first time, like, what's that journey you take them through in this book? Yeah, it's, well, I take them through my own journey, right? Like of, of what it was like for me. So in the then the cubicle and then also the essentially jumping out the window right. with no safety net <laughs> with my in-laws had just moved in with us. It was a whole hot mess of like, why'd you just do that? But, um, but I take them through my own journey. And then I also show them like a 30,000 foot view of what the strategy is of what it really looks like to be able to grow these multiple income streams from home because you'll go out in the world or you'll go on a Google search and you'll you'll type in you know having multiple businesses or multiple income streams and you're going to see all of these talking heads that all are regurgitating the same information yep. and saying sorry regurgitating is a little early for today but anyway <laughs> no, um, <awesome>. but <laughs> But they're all saying the same thing and it's all came from one stupid person and then now it's just being copied everywhere. And they're saying like, well, you shouldn't run multiple things. You can't focus on multiple things and blah, blah, blah. No, they can't focus on multiple things, A. But B, the thing is, is the multiple income streams all serve the same honking person. 
That's the whole idea is that you have this person you're serving. And then what you do is you develop multiple income streams around yourself, around your family that then save or serve that same exact person in different ways. And that is the genius to everything. You're not splitting focus all over the place. It's all in service to the same person. And, um, and there's a system to be able to create. But yeah, I go through all of that in the book. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I can't wait to get my hands on that and read there. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing here in, in, in like in America right now, like we're seeing the great resignation, like everybody's mm -hmm. kind of walking away from their jobs there. Why do you think people are leaving their jobs? And, and what do you think they're doing? Are they are doing affiliate marketing? Like what, what in the world are people doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely do. I think the number is 4.4 million in uh, September of 2021. That's the last stat we have anyway. I'm sure there's wow. another one coming up, sure. but that's a record breaking statistic for September of 2021 of people quitting their jobs in the US alone. Wow. And, uh, and that's, it's, I've been on the news a bunch talking about this because they're all like, where are they going? It's the same question. What are they doing? Yeah. Well, I think some of them maybe don't know what they're doing. And that's in any case, right? There's a lot of talk about the millennials uh, on TikTok doing like <laughs> these like dances and stuff right. um, about quitting their job and like talking <laughs> smack about their previous employer. Yeah. And they're like, is that a good idea, Martha? And I'm like, on what planet is that ever a good idea? Yeah. Um, so like, why am I here talking about this? <laughs> you don't need me to say that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but like- it's always the millennial, like the younger kids are always going to be doing that anyway. That's not the difference. The difference right now is we have C-suite executives like kicking rocks with mm -hmm. their jobs. And what I'm seeing people doing is they're, they've, we've existed in this world as we're recording right now, we've existed this world in the, for the last, what, 20, 21 months of, I don't really know what's happening next, Right. right? Tomorrow isn't really, I can't expect to still have my job tomorrow. I just really can't. And, and we always, like for the past 30 or 40 years, we've already been in that place where it, our, our safe jobs weren't really safe. It was pseudo safe, right? right. And yeah. there were a lot of people that believed they were safe, but they weren't. And now in the last 20, 21 months, they've realized that's true. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing is they're now seeing that the stability isn't there. And so they're taking, it appears as though they're taking it into their own hands. But the cool thing is that what I'm seeing people doing, and maybe it's just because of the nature of what I teach and stuff, but what I see people do is they're like C-suite executives, nurses, professionals that are quitting their jobs in search of positive impact. Mm -hmm. And so they're choosing impact over safety yeah. and that is the coolest thing ever so that's that's what i'm seeing i love that and i yeah. i'm so big on impact I, in, in like 2021 for me the word was growth i did 117 interviews on other podcasts this year on top of releasing my own <sighs> and going into 2022 i want to just make an impact on the world man i want to take like the name that i got out there and hopefully just impact more people and that's kind of a big thing for me too is going into 22 and just making that impact there love what it. are you most excited about for 2022 Oh man, I'm excited. Well, like for, for the people that are quitting their jobs, oh, I'm yeah, excited totally. for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm excited for our, for our own impact, right? Like yeah. my word is fearless this year. Mm. And uh, I even did a video yesterday that I was like, should I, should I not? And I'm like, ah. 
because I knew it was going to ruffle some feathers. Sure. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I don't really care if I ruffle feathers. That's where I'm at this year is yeah. just unapologetically telling people the truth yeah. and saying like, here, you make your decision. That's, I don't care what you do, but I'm, so this year I'm creating so many more like free resources of just get started guys, like get this stuff moving this. You don't have to buy into anything. And I hope a lot of people follow suit with that too. Yeah. Like, let's just serve, 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 get people moving and allow them to see the options that are available to them. So that and fearless, I'm just, I, I don't even care anymore. Come on. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Absolutely. Uh, now I wanted to finish the show with a, a music question because I'm a big fan of music there. Uh, yeah. Who's a favorite band for you or favorite type of music you like to listen to? Oh man, <laughs> excuse me. I, my, oh, how do I even, Local H is my favorite band. Come on. That's ever. Awesome. Uh, Bound for the Floor, favorite uh, album. So yeah. that's, so Local H. Um, Granddaddy is another band that I really like a lot. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's, I, I love rock music. Um, and that's just my, that's, that's my thing. It's my jam. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I was a straight metal head when, in my earlier years, corn, Rob zombie, you know, all those guys, yeah. Rage Against the Machine. uh, it toned down a little bit, but I still love to, you know, pop in some Tupac or Biggie or, you know, corn every once in a while. And, and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Martha, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. This is so awesome. You dropped so much great knowledge for people on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I wanted to just take one quick second of your time to point you to ericallenmedia.com. I have a ton of free and paid content on our resources tab. Click on that. Tons of books, tons of websites you can go check out. Some secret websites in there as well for you. But listen, I am available for hire for anything from product videos to content videos, review videos. I do a lot of how-to and explainer type videos, box opening videos for brands. I also do laser engraving for anything that's wood product. So if you need some you know, coasters made or fun tags or something like that, shoot me a DM, happy to help you out. You can check out some of my work on our YouTube channel there. Really appreciate you checking out the show today. Thank you so much for your time. Have an amazing day.